Good morning, everyone, and welcome to today's focus for Saturday, April the 29th, 2023 at 11.02 a.m. Central Time. Well, today's focus, the church on fire. Today's focus, the church on fire. Now, if you listen to all of the episodes that we do, because we do a lot of them, you know yesterday, I believe it was yesterday early evening, maybe around 6 p.m. Central Time, I did a short broadcast about the country on fire. And I talked about how divided the country is, how partisan the country has become, and that while everyone in the culture is fighting and yelling and screaming, conservative versus liberal, woke versus anti-woke, snowflake versus anti-snowflake, you know, conservative, Republican, Democrat, all of the, the yelling and screaming and the dividing and, the, and how just our country, in a sense, is, is, is being torn apart. While all of that is happening in the culture, I argue that the church needs not to insert itself into that. It does not, it does not need, and not, not only does it not need to, the church needs to do everything in its power to stay out of it, to be separate from that. And while they're yelling and screaming and fighting and, and calling people names and there's anger and there's discouragement and there's frustration and there's depression and there's just disillusionment as, as the culture in a sense burns itself down. The church needs to be standing outside of it, telling everyone, no, 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 no. Come to Christ. Believe on him. Turn to him and you will be saved. We need to be presenting the gospel. We need to be presenting Christianity. But for some weird reason, as Christians watch the culture, in a sense, burn itself down, as we watch the culture become more and more divided, the church decided to like run over to this fight and take sides and insert ourselves so into the divided culture that now we are just seen as one of the sides in the cultural divide. So you like, if you ask many people in the culture about Christianity, they just will see Christians as Trump supporters, as Republicans, as conservative. They just see us as another side in the ongoing culture wars. So we don't, we don't, we don't look like that we're different. We don't look like we have, they think the only thing we have to offer is, well, conservatism, Trumpism, the, you know, anti-wokeism, whatever we want to be known for. Like that's what the church has become known for. We're not known for Christ and him crucified. We're not known for salvation. We're known for morality. Maybe we're known for trying to pass political bills so that we can force Christianity upon non-Christians. We're viewed as being just inside the culture war. And I'm like, Hey guys, we cannot do this. We, we, in fact, listen to Christians talk about society. Listen to the language they use. They will refer to pe peoples as libtards or, or woke or snowflakes. They use all of this kind of language because they're borrowing the language from the culture. Like Christians are no longer like, we're not, we speak like them. We sound like them. We talk like them. There's, we're no different than the world, but see the, the way Christians see it is as long as I'm not like the liberal world, then I'm not worldly. But you do understand being like the Republican Trump 
world is just is is being worldly as well. That's not Christian either. That's just being conservative. That's just being a part of the Trump branch of republicanism. That's not Christianity. We sound like them. We look like them. We argue like them. We fight like them. We talk like them. That 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 the church has lost its way so much. We, we need to be outside of that. So I talked about the country being on fire and that the church should not insert itself into it. Well, today, obviously, now I'm going to talk about the church being on fire. And the reason I'm going to do this is because of a very heartbreaking, discouraging email that I received. I received this email on April the 28th at 9.12 p.m. So last night, they listened to my Country on Fire broadcast. And they responded with some heartbreaking details of what they have experienced. Now, obviously, reading one person's experience is not scientific, you know, statistical evidence of any one thing. But it definitely, it's it's what I feel is happening. It's what I've been warning about happening for literally, it sounds, I feel like I've been warning about this my entire Christian life. It feels like that my entire Christian life has been warning people about, do not let the church become politically hijacked. Do not allow Christianity to be politicized. Do not, do not. I've been yelling and screaming about Christian nationalism. I've been yelling and screaming about these things. It seems like my whole Christian life, and here we are, and it just seems like the situation is far worse than I could have ever imagined it would become. When I started warning about it, it was small. Now I feel like it's just, it's just snowballed into this. I don't know what, I don't know what Christianity is anymore. But I'm going to share a part of this email. I will definitely try to change things and, 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 and mix some things up in the email just so that, because obviously I don't want the person's identity to be known in any way, shape, or form. And I don't want anyone, if they heard this, they would know who I'm talking about if they were to know the person. So I will try to leave some things out and skip some things around just to try to be as careful as possible. But man, I just, when I read it, I was like, I just, this cannot be happening. But I, I've witnessed it. They've witnessed it. I know that doesn't prove everything because usually when I talk about this, people like, look, I, I have been told by Christians that, you know, critical race theory is the greatest threat to the church. And I literally basically laughed in their face. I'm like, you can say that, but time's going to prove me. No, the greatest threat to the greatest threat to Christianity is not critical race theory. The greatest threat to Christianity is this re- Republican conservative hijacking of Christianity because it's conservative churches are never going to be impacted by critical race theory. The liberal, liberal, liberal progressive churches that already abandoned Christianity, they may be impacted by so-called critical race theory, which is just a boogeyman that, okay, we won't even get started, but they've already, they already threw out biblical Christianity. And so they're embracing a more secular, view on everything borrowed maybe from, say, liberal political um, ideology. But they'd already abandoned Christianity. I'm talking about conservative churches who say they believe the Bible, and according to their doctrinal statements, they look like they're halfway theologically sound. But lo and behold, it's this mixture of Trumpism, make America great again, Republicans, guns, you know, all, all of these just like 
wave the American flag. We love America. Make America great again. And then it becomes politicized. And then it almost becomes a form of Christian nationalism. That's what I'm referring to. And then it's those sides that wants to get involved in the culture wars. So here is, is an example of just from one person. And I quote, I've given up on trying to help Christians see how harmful fighting the culture war is to the church and to its witness. Now, it's always said when, when the first words of an email is, I've given up. But you know what? I, I feel like I, there, there's a part of me, I know I keep turning on the microphone and keep talking about it, but I've kind of given up as well. I've, I've kind of just reached the end of my rope as well. I, do, I just, I don't know. I don't know what to say anymore about it. It's like, I'm just watching. This is basically what I feel happened. I feel like I woke up one day and Christians, Christianity at large, just in general, turned around and looked at me and said, hey, look, here's the situation. We're going this way. You either go with us or you're against us. You either follow us or you're out of the club. And I realized I'm out of the club. And Christianity marched down its path towards Trump, Republicanism, conspiracy theories, culture wars, Christian nationalism, Tucker Carlson, Fox News, everything other than Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the Apostle Paul, Scripture, Doctrine, and Theology. Now, they took some of that with them, and they still quote it, and they still use it, but it's for their own political agenda. Let me just give you an example of this. My daughter sent this to me. Absolutely terrified me to no end. Let me see if I can find uh, the text. She sent this to me, um, I think yesterday or maybe the day before. And it's, it's here in Abilene, Texas. There are a number of individuals running for things like mayor, city council. Um, I, I think someone's run, uh, running for uh, yeah city council. I think two of these people are running for city council and one of these people are, are, are running for mayor. So two people running for city council, one running for mayor, they, they, uh, she, someone took a picture of like their little business cards or their little, the little cards they hand out saying basically vote for me. Like one says, vote for Scott Beard. The other one says, James Sargent for city council. Uh, the other one says, Ryan for Abilene for mayor, right? So these are people running for offices here in our local our, our, and our city for local government offices that they're running for that. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. All right. So underneath that, here's like a statement they put out. In the wake of having a libtard police chief, there you go. See, please note. Now, all three of these individuals, just so that you know, claim to be Christians, claim that they're going to they're going to bring Christ to Abilene, Texas. Right. But notice the language libtard. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're going to use that's that's not Christian language. That's the language of the culture. So in the wake of having a libtard police chief whose policy direction is the direct cause of major rise in thefts over the last year in Abilene, and, and as always, Abilene full of ever-rising water bill, poor water quality, and potholes, these three men are born-again, spirit-filled, principal Christians doing their best to follow Jesus, the living Christ. They will stand against the Antichrist beast system 
that is rising in Abilene. That is frightening to me beyond all comprehension. That is that is just insanity. That that's like that trying that's just like there's nothing Christian about it, and it's trying to impose a Christian concept on the culture. No, I no, I don't. Christianity is not to be imposed through the voting booth. And the Antichrist beast system that's rising in Abilene, I mean, come on. It's just the craziness in the minds of some Christians. And it's political and it's ideology and it's, 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 a, it's a form of nationalism. And I, and I don't know how many times to warn people, but listen to Christians talk. They talk like that. Libtards, woke. They use all of the language of the culture. They list, you listen to Christians talk and it's like, I I don't know if they've touched a Bible in six months, but I can guarantee you they watched Fox News. They're probably upset right now because Tucker Carlson got fired. Right? It's just crazy. So I've almost given up. I I, I don't even know what to do anymore. I don't even know what to say. I, I just feel like, I don't even fit in in Christianity anymore. I don't. I don't. It's pro-America, pro-Republican. It's just, it's known for everything else other than, I don't know, just scripture, prayer, evangelism, theology. Now, I know there's many of Christians out there who are just as as opposed to all of this politicizing and craziness that's that's crept into Christianity. I just think that the numbers of those are are getting smaller and smaller. And this other thing, I don't know what it is. I don't even think it's called, it shouldn't even be called Christianity. It's rising and growing. That's my perspective as of today, April the 29th, 2023. I am more than willing to acknowledge either maybe that I'm wrong or that 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 could change. But as of right now, I've given up basically all hope. So I can understand when this person says that they're, they've given up. Here we go. Um, for example, this person says in their hometown, there's a restaurant. I'm not going to give the name of the restaurant. It's, it's on a well-traveled street and has been there for decades. It's very popular with families. They have a huge sign next to the street with, a, with their name on it. And under the name, they put, let's go Brandon. Now, I don't know if you are familiar. In fact, if you'll just do a search for Let's Go Brandon. Okay. Um, Initial use of this phrase is in an interview with Brandon Brown. Fans were chanting, and I'm just going to say it, F Joe Biden. And this became audible to viewers of the broadcast. On the live broadcast, while wearing a headset, reporter, the reporter stated, you can hear the chants from the crowd, let's go Brandon. So let's go Brandon has become code for insulting Joe Biden. It's become slang for saying basically F Joe Biden. So a restaurant posts that, a family restaurant posts that. All right. Now, please note, we've heard that chant even break out into some churches. We've reported on that, which is insane, which is insane that that would ever enter a church. But hey, you know, you know, whatever. Okay. 
right. So here we go. So they they uh, so I commented on the on the on the this, the, the church's kind of or not the church this restaurant's website that it wasn't a very f- family friendly. Little did I know what I was in for. I'm used to getting attacked on social media, but this was a local attack from hundreds of people. Many of them I knew. They were almost all professing Christians. I was called every filthy name, accused of everything you could think of, and physically threatened. My phone started ringing. It was friends telling me to delete that little post because they were afraid my house would get vandalized and I could possibly be physically harmed. I left the post up and eventually things died down. But and then they go on to give a little bit of, uh, you know, background of of their life. I'm not going to go into that. So these are people that I coached their kids, served on PTA boards at their kids' schools, volunteered with them. And some of them, I even went to the same church that I used to go to. This fight to save America for Jesus has many victims that are real people. For example, Christians all jumped on board against the Dominion company and accused them of crimes because Fox News said so. Dominion isn't just a company, it's a business with many employees. These employees support their families with their jobs. I would imagine some of their employees might even be Christians. Their jobs and their ability to put food on their family's table were put in jeopardy. I watched poll workers who said they were Christians and saw no cheating going on and got called liars and were threatened. Not only were MAGA Christians bearing false witness against their neighbor, they were bearing false witness against fellow Christians. I'm sick, sick, sick of it. If I sound bitter, it's because I am. I'm, I'm, I, I miss my church. I feel like I've lost my family. They don't want to share the gospel anymore. They just want to rant about how horrible the unsaved world is for behaving like, I don't know, they're unsaved. I would say that's lunacy, but it's not. It's self-righteousness on steroids. You're right about them just wanting to rule on earth, an earthly kingdom. It's all about moralism and power now and the saving and, and not the saving grace of Jesus. Because I was raised a Mormon before I was unsaved, I used to say that if the rapture happened, Utah would be the last state to realize it. They are the most family-friendly conservative state, yet they all are being, would all be left behind because, of course, well, Mormonism is not the gospel. One thing is for sure, professing Christians' hearts are being exposed, and it's ugly. It's not about the greatest act of love that happened on the cross. It's about a lust for earthly power. I really, really miss Christians who still remember they were saved by grace and they did not earn it or deserve it. Thanks for being a a, a sounding board. I've told you many times how much I love your teaching and commentary, even though I've not had the pleasure of meeting you or the people that follow your teaching in person. I'm grateful I'm not alone uh, in this time when the church seems to be gone. And then this person signs their name. And then here's the part that broke my heart. A Christian who wants my church back. Wow. Now, when I read that, I was like, that's that's the problem. And, and Christians did do that. Christian radio did that. Attacked it. Dominion voting system. Attacked them. The, the, look, poll workers and people for Dominion fi- literally received death threats. All because Christians were out there making up lies. And no Christians came back and apologized for it. Uh, look, I, I've got the I've got video of Christian ministries right now not saying, hey, Tucker Carlson got fired. I don't know for promoting maybe lies, 
No, no, no. That it was an act of Satan. Satan wants to silence, silence Tucker Carlson, right? Yeah. And then they even say, some of them even go on to say that Tucker Carlson speaks more truth than most pastors. That That is literally insanity that is happening in the world of Christianity. Not every aspect, not every corner of it. I understand that. But even in many corners that have not gone completely off the rails, they're still being more and more influenced by this pro-America, Christian nationalism, moralism, culture warriors. It, it's, it's, I don't even know what has happened. I do know this. That kind of Christian involvement and the way we're acting, it, when people keep talking about Christians are going to face persecution, we're going to face persecution because the church has stopped being the church. We're not going to be persecuted for Christ and the cross. We're going to be persecuted because we're trying to become basically a form of Christian Sharia law and impose it upon lost people. And we're trying to shove morality down people's throat and we're trying to gain power and position and we're not preaching the gospel. If we get persecuted for preaching the gospel, that's one thing. If we get persecuted for trying to basically punish and push our morality upon lost people, well, that's a different thing. Because we're just seen as a political opponent. I I I I literally I don't I don't even know what to say or do anymore. So I'm holding a Bible in my hand. But I just feel like this is not Christian Christianity doesn't even care about this anymore. I know that's hard to say. There are many who do, obviously. There's many who still read it and quote it, yes. But a lot of it gets mixed with this I don't know what has happened. There's got to be an absolute rejection of all of this. There's got to be. Christianity has to pull itself out of this country that's on fire and that's politically divided. And we need to stand back and say, okay, listen, listen, I know you're in the middle of the fire. I know there's smoke everywhere, but there's a lighthouse over here. Follow the light. We we have the gospel. We have Christianity. We have faith in Jesus Christ. We have God. We have doctrine. We have theology. We have discipleship. We have forgiveness. We have love. We have grace. We have mercy. We have peace. We have we, we, we the peace of God that will pass all understand. We have all of this. Or you could just go and engage yourself in all of this mess and then try to basically politicize your Christianity. And I'm sorry, you're going to be left with no hope. You're going to be left with no peace. You're going to be left with no mercy. You're going to be left with no grace as you slowly but surely write biblical Christianity out of existence. I I, I literally don't know what else to say today. I mean, it's sad for someone to say, I just want my church back. I just want my church back. Now, some may say, well, that's hyperbolic. There's plenty of good churches out there. I'm not saying that there aren't. 
but there's plenty that has gone way off the train tracks. There's plenty who have left the road. And and the sad part is just talking to individual Christians and you just hear them talk and you're just like, man, it's like, I don't, I don't understand. The, the, the thing that's influencing them is everything other than, than scripture. They quote scripture just to support their own political ideology. They, they, they reference scripture when they need it. What has happened to the church? The church is on fire. And you know how we ended up on fire? We saw a culture that's on fire and we ran right into the flames. Not even really to try to put out the flames. We ran into the flames to try to ignite our own flames and our own fights and our own controversies. And our own, we, we, we're not a calming presence. We're not peacemakers. We're not, we're not, bearer, we're not those bringing forth good news. All we're doing is bringing forth more. We're talking like the culture, sounding like the culture, acting like the culture. Again, I cannot stress enough. American Family Radio is a great example of it. I say it all the time. Download the American Family Radio app. Listen to it from around 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday for one month. Listen to how politicized it is. Listen to how much you if you if you switch back from American Family Radio and say to Glenn Beck, uh, the two guys uh, who took uh, who took over for Rush Limbaugh, I always forget their name. Clay Travis and Buck Saxton, I think is their name. I can't remember their names. Listen to the two who took over for Rush Limbaugh. Listen to Sean Hannity. Listen to Mark Levin. Listen, listen to Fox News. You, and you keep going back from American Family Radio to this. It's like, where is the difference? The only difference is American Family Radio will throw in Jesus, will throw in scripture, but they're putting forth the same political talking points. They sound just like the, 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 the everyone, like you think American Family Radio would be like night and day. You're like, oh, I'm listening to Sean Hannity. I've, now I flip over to American Family Radio. We'd be like, whoa, that's a drastic different take because it's theological. It's biblical. It's, it, 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 may, it may not even have anything to do with what's going on in the culture. They just may be presenting the gospel, reading scripture, devotional thoughts, something. No, the whole thing is just burned to the ground. Now, that's just one Christian radio network. I know there are other Christian networks that are, are Christian stations that are doing things differently. I know that, that are much more scriptural based and praise God for those. I just always use American Family Radio because I, how many, I don't know how many stations they have around the country. I'd have to go look it up. But I know this. Um, that's at least one example. Yeah, so I guess I'll just stop right there. I don't know what else to say today. I mean, I start the day off with a very depressing news story about, you know, more gun violence. And then we have to turn to this. It's just, um, it's unfortunate, but sometimes we have to talk about where, you know, where, where is the church at and where is it going? I'm hoping, I'm hoping the younger generation I, I really hope a younger generation will rise up and look at the older generation and say, I look, I don't know what's wrong with you boomers. I don't know what's wrong with you 
all, 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 all of you older people, you guys have so corrupted Christianity. You're out of your ever living minds. You've turned it into a political party. We reject what you're doing 1000% and that the new generation will rise up and take the church back to prayer, fasting, scripture, gospel, faith, devotion, growing as a Christian, discipleship, and just say, and basically tell the older generation, you've destroyed the church. Let us, let us take it back to the direction it should be. I hope the younger generation will do that. I hope the younger generation, young people right now are in Bible college or thinking about going into ministry or sitting in a youth group. We got to look to you guys. You guys need to step up. You need, you guys need to be using podcasts and, and everything else to call the church back to a different direction because the older generation failed you. Yeah, that, that's probably not going to make me popular, but there we go. That is your very depressing, very discouraging today's focus for Saturday, April the 29th. 2023.